Hello and welcome to the Amplifier Podcast, the show where the best in business discuss how you can grow your business best. I'm Wyatt McPherson, I produce this show, and this week our host Don Cooper is joined by the creator of The Dream Architect and a longtime wealth advisor, Brian Sweet. Brian is on the show for his first of three episodes today, discussing how dreaming bigger and smarter can help grow yourself and your business most effectively. This episode, they focus on how your dreams can best become your goals and eventually a reality. Of course, everyone has dreams, so this is a fantastic conversation for any entrepreneur. So make sure you check out our other two episodes with Brian and ensure you subscribe so you never miss any in the future. But with all that said, I truly do hope that you enjoy this episode of the Amplifier Podcast. Now, please take it away, Don. Good day, folks, and welcome to the next episode of the Amplifier Podcast. I'm your host, Don Cooper. Today, I'm excited to have a friend of mine, Brian Sweet, as our guest. I'm just going to give you a little introduction on uh, Brian and what his focus is as a business and as his purpose. Uh, And then Brian and I are going to get into a conversation to talk about the power of dreams, the power of collaboration, and the power of building a strong team who is an army of who's so that you can both help them and you reach their dreams. Brian Sweet is a dreamer and an achiever. Brian owns a wealth management firm in Minnesota that employs 15 people and over the last 38 years helped thousands of people have the financial resources to fulfill their dreams. This dream concept became Brian's passion and as a result, he has started a new business, Dare to Dream, that helps growth-minded entrepreneurs shift their focus from working in their business to working on their business so they can spend their time building their dream-focused life. Brian's message to you is about your dreams and how you can make them come true. Brian, welcome to the show. Don, it's a pleasure. Glad to be here. This idea of dreaming, I, you know, and you're a, you know, your, your career started in financial management. How did you, tell me about you and how you went from financial wealth planning to this concept of achieving and daring to dream? Yeah, I think it started, you know, a long time ago. And I've always been a big fan of people like Zig Ziglar and, and some of the motivational guys. And as I was dealing with clients and circumstances, I, I came to realize that a lot of people over their lifetimes have become inhibited or influenced by others and their ability for bigger things or what the possibilities in life are were squashed. And I wanted to try and be a resource for not only people, but also business owners to think beyond that and get back to maybe a child's mentality where you could be anything and do anything and try and help people make their life amazing since we only get one shot at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as we as we go from childhood to adolescence to teenage and young adult and onwards, our dreams somehow get compressed and squished by the world around us. And lots of people live a life where they're just trying to get by and they can no longer dream about what's possible. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I'm not exactly sure what happens, but I think it's a multitude of forces. And, you know, it's really unfortunate because as we see in everyday life and, and with the Olympics just having been uh, completed, 
you know, really, if you anything you put your mind to, you can actually accomplish. But sometimes you just need somebody that can support you or encourage you or to get you to think a little bit differently and get you back to those old days, like I said before, in your childhood when really anything was possible. And, and so it's easy to slip into that negativity focus or have somebody convince you that that's a silly idea or why would you think you can do that when in reality, you need to live your dreams and not live in somebody else's expectations. I, I mean, I think that ex that mind expanding exercise of not living to anyone else's expectations is so important to to, you know, have that goal, you know, dream, goal, plan, action. And I think when you do that, you know, even if you do it on small scales first, the habit of attaining dreams, you know, somehow opens boundaries that you can then sort of expand your mind to do more, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. So you wrote a book called Dare to Dream. Um, tell me about that book and the uh, the other other proprietary system that you have, which is called the Dream Architect. Yeah, the Dream Architect is our trademark process that we use in our financial planning process, and literally is just everything that we do for for clients and the Dare to Dream book came uh, after we had built the Dare to or the Dream Architect process. And it's just a way of uh, explaining what the Dream Architect process is and the different components of it and what a client or somebody that's going through that process might experience or what they might expect. So it's a way of uh, kind of introducing the Dream Architect before somebody has maybe had the opportunity to actually physically work with us. Right. You, um, you have the, this, this set of ideas about why you should dream. Um, and I think you, what I, what I read is you have these 12 reasons to follow your dreams. And, and I think you have some, you know, your top three, you know, where do, if we start there with following your dreams, like, to help people frame why this is so important and how they can get to that place. Now, what are some of those, those big ideas you have around following your dreams? Yeah, there, I think it all kind of started back when I uh, was young. And as I mentioned, I've always been a big Zig Ziglar fan, but one of the founding principles is when I was very young, my uh, my mom got divorced when I was three, so I was brought up by a single mom, and the other factor that came into play is I had an aunt and uncle who, well, he was a very successful business owner, and she was a very uh, educated person that was actually a school principal, and during the summers, I would spend a lot of time with my aunt and uncle. I'd work at his implement dealer, and I kind of saw how he engaged with business people and his clients. And then I learned the, the, the art of being a lifetime learner and the possibilities and things that could happen by constantly trying to get better. And so I think they were the very much encouraging people and helped me realize that even though I had some unusual circumstances and maybe didn't have the best opportunity of an upbringing, 
all of those things happened uh, for me and not to me. And so that was kind of the founding framework for probably how I have always thought and think today. And I've just seen this work so much in my own life and all the great things that have happened by applying different principles and being optimistic and having the right mindset and hanging around the right people that I felt if it could work for me, it could literally work for anybody. And so as we built our financial practice, we kept seeing people having these very limiting beliefs. And I said, I got to create somehow a methodology where I can, I can share what's, what my experiences have been and me being able to live my dreams with literally everybody I get to work with. So with the help of Strategic Coach, um, I built this dream architect process that literally helps people go through this process that literally changes their mindset and their attitude towards all things dealing with ability to you know, accomplish their dreams. This idea of uh, self-limiting belief is uh, so many people are blind to it, and yet we can all, I think every human being, all people have it in some way or another. If you can't identify those self-limiting beliefs and sort of figure out how to push past them, it really keeps you in a shoebox, doesn't it? It really does. It's, it's probably, you know, one of the worst things that you can have, but it's a very common scenario, these self-limiting beliefs. And uh, I mean, I, as well as probably you have experiences in the past, uh, hopefully a lot less today, but where we got in our own way and the six inches between our ears is the, you know, the scenarios that hold us back sometimes. And, and so it's just one being very conscious that you're thinking that way and being conscious of your thoughts and making sure that you try and stop that as soon as you possibly can and have some kind of a methodology or a phrase or maybe something that helps you get, get beyond that to saying something positive. Because what you say to yourself is amazingly powerful and whatever you're thinking is really the results that you'll ultimately get. So if you're thinking negative thoughts or you can't do something or that's impossible, your mind will find the ways for that actually to occur and i.e. you won't get that done. But consequently, if you think positive, if you have a vision of the future, it's amazing what pops up in your life that will solve problems and help you realize and get to those levels or answer those questions that help you get to where you want to go. Our, uh, our mutual coach, Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach says that the mind only see, or the eyes only see and the ears only hear what the mind is looking for. And so you better program your mind with the right things to think about, or you're going to live in that box of self-limiting beliefs, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that is so true. I love that statement by Dan. And it's just so funny if you go to some of his meetings and all of a sudden he'll start talking about a concept and then, you know, the light bulb will go on or you'll look at yourself and you go, well, how did he know I needed that information right at this time? And it's yeah. just happened so often. Well, you but, know what, that, that's been, that topic has been really serendipitous for, for me and for my business integrator, my number two in the business 
over the last few weeks in some of our coaching with Dan, uh, some of the conversations at Genius Network, and uh, my integrator gets coached by a mutual friend, Cameron Harold, in his COO alliance. And, you know, what was really odd, and I, I know the answer to this, but it was really odd in that, you know, as we're going to these conversations and, and these topics we're talking about, I literally have been saying to myself, and he's been saying to me, like, how did they know that's exactly what I needed right now? Like, that's what I was working on. And they had a whole day talking about how to create uh, more meaningful numbers in your business, better metrics, better dashboards that can get things done. And it's weird how these connections happen. I did a podcast a few weeks ago that I don't even think we published it yet with Lee Benson talking about your most important number. And I shared that with Chris even before it was published. And then he had a whole day with Cam and his big quarterly rock this year was really honing in on the company dashboard and just getting everyone on the team aligned. And it was really like, like this really strange set of connections and you know what it is is we were looking for this information subconsciously, and it all seemed to happen as a result. Uh, I don't know if we're attracted to those conversations or you know if it's the, if it's some strange mystical quantum field, but certainly the eyes only see and the ears only hear what the mind is looking for, and so you better be putting good things in your mind to program your subconscious to look for the right things if you're going to expand your dreams. Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. It's just happened so many times to me personally that uh, I'm not exactly sure, like you said, what causes it, but it absolutely happens. So if you want good things to happen, always be thinking positive, uplifting, you know, be aware of your vision of what you have in the future. And these things will just pop up to help you get there. Uh, your number two reason for working on your dreams every day is helping your team achieve or helping entrepreneurs and leaders helping their team achieve their, their dreams. Uh, I've got some really, really purposeful thoughts on this, but I, I'd love to hear your insight into how you came to that as your number two reason for, for, for working on dreams. Yeah, what I have found is our results are really only as good as our, our team is qualified. And so we spend an absorbent amount of time uh, doing team building and, and we actually have a dream board for each of our team members. So we, we kind of walk the talk and, and you know, do it for our team members because uh, if they don't understand the concept and the benefits of the dream architect, it's really hard to disseminate that information to our, our clients. And so uh, my number two, uh, her name is Brittany, and she is, uh, had always been my implementer. So she'd gone to strategic coach. She goes to Genius Network with me. And, and uh, what we found is as we've kind of worked on building out the dream architect and all these other uh, like dare to dream business. She's a partner in that in mind. And I, what I found is she's actually quite a visionary in addition to that. And so uh, we've been trying to hire in which we did a, another implementer, but yeah, just building teams and, and getting them to all use their unique abilities it has been such a key thing. 
And I've just found if I can tell them what we want to accomplish, and Dan Sullivan uses a thing called an impact filter. So what's the project or what's the, you know, uh, things that you want them done? What's it look like when it's done correctly? You don't have to tell them how it's done, but you just tell them what it looks like and let them use their own unique abilities. It's probably different than how you do it, but more than likely they'll actually do it themselves. And that I have found really energizes them, tie, ties them to the company. It, it makes them want to do better because you have the trust and belief that they have the abilities to, you know, do these kinds of things. So yeah, team building is, is tremendous. I personally am not the best one at doing it. I'm a big believer and we provide any kind of education and training and we require things every year to get better. Brittany happens to be the exceptional one for getting, you know, team engagement and growing. So she serves that role uh, in our firm much, much better, but it's really so, uh, so important, Don. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I'm kind of like you, I've got this big vision of creating a great place for teams. so They can have great careers and achieve their dreams. Um, and, you know, I, I had that deep down in my soul, but I really couldn't articulated and didn't know how to operationalize it, but it was, it was, it was deep in who I was that I wanted to create businesses where we just have this great place to work with awesome people who love being there, not because I want them to be great people, but because I want them to have a great life. And, uh, you know, and I want to surround myself with people who are like-minded on our values and things like that. How I really was, how I learned to articulate that was actually going through another um, Dan Sullivan process a couple of years ago called, who do you want to be a hero to? Mm. And when I went that process, that day going through that whole workshop of that hero concept was transformational in my focus, my compass bearing of everything else that I do going forward, because I identified you know, the, the, uh, the five areas, the five groups of people about, about how I, who I wanted to be a hero to. And one of them um, uh, is that over the course of the next 25 years, I want to create this great place to work to help 5,000 innovator amplifier team members and their families achieve their dreams, feel safe and secure, and feel like this is their tribe. Like this is where they belong. It's a family, but it's helping them achieve things. I, I really learned that through going through that process. And so when you were talking about helping your team achieve their dreams as a reason for you to also dream, I resonated with that. Like it, I, I saw that went, oh, I'm not surprised by this. Oh, Brian's one of my people. <laughs> It was just, it was like, as soon as I saw that little piece of what you were talking about, I was like, I, I had an instant connection with you on something that was a value system that we both have had this strong alignment on. I went, yep, I get it. I mean, I knew exactly what you were doing without us even having talking about it just because of that intentionality, right? It, it's uh, fascinating. Yeah, you said something, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that, 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 uh, who do you want to be a hero to exercise is really amazing because it does help you clarify, you know, your purpose and, you know, yeah, why you're doing things. And so uh, I appreciate your sharing that. 
Yeah, I mean, I went through it. To me, it was profound. And like I've I've done some deep thinking on it after the exercise, you know. So I've I've defined my 25-year purpose with a simple number, but it's not money, it's a number to help me remember the who's. Then and that number is 654. Um, and what that means is um the six is my wife, my mother, and my four children. I want to give them a life through my work that I never had growing up, but I want them to have great experiences and be the beneficiary of what I create and what I do. And, you know, I always say that all everything I do is for them because all I need is coffee, <laughs> right? Um, and then the five, four is actually 5,000 to the power of four. 5,000 innovator and amplifier team members and employees to give them a great life with security, meaning, purpose, and help them achieve their dreams. Help 5,000 entrepreneurs achieve their vision by guiding them to grow faster and smarter. Help 5,000 salespeople become top performers by helping them add structure to the way that they help their clients. And help 5,000 industrial clients achieve zero injuries in their workplace so that no one ever gets hurt. That's my purpose. And everything that I do or don't do, my yes, no questions, the projects that I take on is guided by that compasses. Does it help industrial clients improve safety and productivity? That never hurt anyone. Does it help salespeople become better connected with how they can help clients become top performers? Does it help entrepreneurs be successful? Does it help me build a business and create a team of great people? And you know, does it and does it benefit uh, my uh, the, the six most important people in my life? And I can instantly just whenever someone prints, hey, would you like to have this meeting? Would you like to go to this conference? Would you like to take on this project? I instantly go to, is it part of six five four, or how can I connect this with six five four? And uh, and to me, it helps me say yes to things. It helps me to say no things. It helps me to decide where my buffer days and my focus days go. And uh, But it was, who do you want to be a hero to as opposed to what do I want out of my life? Because you know all of those things weren't really about me getting something. It was about me giving something and hopefully accomplishing something for others and having that, um, you know, that purpose of being helpful. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's really great. I, I love what your filter is. And I think, you know, everybody having a filter, because I think we all have a tendency to say yes too often. And we need to learn to say no more often. And having a filter like your 654 filter would be great. And it kind of reminds me of a, a story I heard about the British rowing team had not won a gold medal ever. And so their motto became, uh, you know, what will make the boat go faster? So every decision that they made, they asked that question. And if it was yes, they did it. If it was no, they didn't do it. And subsequently, just that simple question uh, and making those decisions allowed them to win the gold medal. And so like yeah. you, you know, our, our simple question is, will this make the dream architect better? Uh, right. And just, just like your 654, and it makes a lot easier to say, yes, but we need to do that. No, we shouldn't. Or yes, but maybe it needs to go down the 
the line a bit because it's not as important as something else that I've said yes to. And there you have it. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Amplifier Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with either Don or Brian or find out more about what they do, then you can do so anytime by following the links in this episode's description. Make sure you leave a five-star rating. It truly does help us out a lot. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss any future episodes. But with all that said, I thank you so much for listening once again, and we shall see you next time on the Amplifier Podcast.